to the Experience Story Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Martin Vargas. Martin is a student in our full-time MBA class of 2023, and he also recently served as president for LASA. That's the Latin American Student Association here at the Darden School of Business. Martin and I recently connected to talk more about how he decided to pursue an MBA, what led him to Darden, what attracted him to serving as president for LASA, how his second year has gone, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, here's my interview with Martin Vargas. Martin, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Brad. Good to be here. Thank you so much. All right. Great to speak with you. How is everything? How are you doing? All good. All good. I just finished my last uh, exam or assignment. Uh, it's a it's a better word for it because it wasn't really an exam. So I'm officially all done with Darden. How does that feel? Uh, interesting, for sure. I don't know. It's kind of a bittersweet feeling. You know what I mean? Uh, excited for you know getting the job done and and finally graduating and and moving on. But also, I'm gonna miss this place quite a bit. So, and I'm gonna miss the people here. So you know, uh, it has that part too. And this is week. I, I think it typically lines up after classes in for the second year students and you wrapped up exams and final assignments. I think there's typically a beach week uh, for yeah. students. Are you participating in that? Yeah, exactly. So we're going to beach week. Uh, I'm leaving tomorrow with three friends. We're driving there, renting a car and it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's a great, you know, great way to end this. Uh, most of us are going. Uh, the ones who couldn't make it, you know, unfortunately, but but we'll see, we'll see each other somewhere, somewhere different. But yeah, it will be fun to have like I think it's like 200 of us out of 350 that's that's going. So pretty good turnout. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, well, tell us a little bit more about your story. Um, tell us about your background and what did you do before coming to Darden? Yeah, sure. So I'm originally from Uruguay, South America. Um, before coming to Darden, I was working in Mexico City, actually in financial services industries, uh, asset management and that sort. Uh, but before that, I was an entrepreneur for eight and a half years, uh, started three companies, two of those were tech startups. Um, and yeah, that, that was basically my journey. I lived in four different countries before coming to the US, uh, all of them Latin American countries. So I know the region quite, quite well. Uh, and yeah, decided to apply to an MBA. I wanted to live in America, experience living and working in the U.S. Uh, and I'm going to investment banking after this. What attracted you to Darden specifically? So I I was very, you know, I, I was looking for a lot of things in an MBA program, uh, not only academic, but, you know, culturally, uh, location wise, all those things were important to me. First off, I knew I wanted to go into Wall Street, so you know I needed a program that was strong enough uh, in their placement and in, in Wall Street. And you know, Darden checks that box. Uh, you know, my class had almost a hundred percent, if not a hundred percent, of play, placement for internships in, in the street. And class of twenty twenty four, I think, has ninety five percent plus in placement. The same with class of twenty two. You know, so consistently getting 90% plus placement in, in internships in the street, you know, was was a huge plus for me. Uh, I also wanted, you know, a smaller class size. I didn't want to be in a, you know, in a 900 or a thousand class um, 
MBA program. I thought, you know, I, I, I like to get to know people. I like to become friends with people. I like to hang out. So, you know, just having that smaller uh, size was also important for me. And, you know, because also because I wanted to be in the street, I thought I want I, I want to live in New York City. I thought that that's that's the best place to to start your career in Wall Street. So I wanted to stay in the East Coast, you know, so that immediately narrowed down to only a handful of programs. Um, and if you include just the overall culture of Darden, you know, compared to other schools, I felt it was more, you know, the kind of person that I am. And yeah, decided to apply, apply early action and never look back, got in, thankfully. <laughs> when you say the culture at Darden, um, when you were on the outside looking in, I mean, how did you think about the culture at Darden? What attracted you to the community here? Yeah, I think, you know, and this is even a question that that gets asked in, in your essays or in your application. It's it's just about being nice. You know, Darden people is, are nice in general. I think the admissions team, and I was part of the second year student admissions committee, so I even got to interview candidates. And the admissions team place, places a lot of emphasis on that and being, you know, a nice human being. You know, you have to be intelligent, you have to be driven, ambitious, all that, you know, is a must, but they're also looking for that. And, and I thought that was really appealing, uh, you know, instead of more of a, maybe cutthroat culture that our schools have or more competitive culture that our schools have. I think, you know, there's no reason to, to compete in a, in a, you know, toxic way to, with your peers when everyone can get a job, the same job that you're looking for, like it's not one or the other. Uh, so I think that was, that was pretty much it. It's also very famous that Darden has you know, a close tight knit community. Uh, Darden people tend to be friends with them, with, with their class. So, all that, you know, speaking to alumni, it was like, okay, this this sounds about right for me. All right, so you come to Darden, you're a brand new first year student. Um, was this the first time you had lived in the U.S., by the way? Yeah, first time lived and, and visited. I, I've never been to the U.S. before. So my, my the first the first city I knew in the U.S. was Charlottesville, literally. <laughs> Were you attracted to the idea of a small town, too? You mentioned a small NBA yeah. community, but Charlottesville yeah. is obviously a college town. That that was also a huge thing for me. Uh, I didn't even apply to the programs in the in the big cities, uh, like like New York or or Boston. I I went for all programs, you know, in locations like similar to Charlottesville, um, and and it was definitely a thing for me. I, I wanted to be you know one in a, in a place that wasn't an exp as expensive as New York, obviously, <laughs> for for my student years. Uh, and two, I, I, I felt that, you know, Charlottesville being a small city, uh, but having also like the, a good number of restaurants and bars and places to go and visit, like, it's not like you have nothing to do, but it's also, you don't have a lot of stuff to do. I felt it was like the sweet spot to, to, you know, be my student years and, and really connect with my friends. So that, that, that was also a huge, a huge thing for me. All right. So you come to Dart, your brand new first year student. I lived in the U.S. for the first time. Charlottesville, brand new place for you. Uh, what was the adjustment like as a, as a first year MBA student? Yeah, uh, definitely interesting. Uh, it was more seamless than anything, to be honest. It wasn't that hard. Uh, you know, most people welcome me. I, was, I would say all people welcome me in a, in a very good and warm way. Uh, you know, I never felt isolated or alone. Uh, you know, Darden has one of probably one of the best Latin American communities in any MBA program. 
uh, we were pretty close with our second years and even my class like uh, all all the first years from Latin, from Latin America were also we, we were very close from from the get-go so you know it, it was it was pretty easy to to adjust in that way uh, probably the hardest thing was you know recruiting uh, especially the first the first month or so I, I've never been to a recruiting process like banking recruiting uh it's definitely you know very very fast paced uh hard heavy but but you get through it so for anyone listening to this and wanting to go into investment banking don't don't worry we all get through it uh but yeah it's intense and that probably make made made it the hardest thing uh but I was also very lucky with my, my learning team you know I uh we we have a phenomenal phenomenal team there and they were very supportive uh so yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't that that rough well some of our listeners they may not know a ton about what investment banking recruiting looks like in that first month so you said it's very fast-paced you got a lot going on tell us a little bit more about what that process actually looks like from the student standpoint yeah so it's it almost starts probably first or second week of class so so it, you don't really have a lot of time there uh so you start with company briefings i was sort of lucky because my recruiting was still you know done mostly virtual so like the company briefings were done through zoom so you didn't have to go like class of 24 company briefings were all at darden so they were all wearing suits and jack and and, and ties and and you know having to stay at darden till till the late hour uh, mine was a bit easier in that way. You know, I just took the the calls from my from my apartment where I'm right now, so it wasn't that bad in that in that way. But yeah, a lot of company briefings. You of course have to try and target most of the banks uh, for the internationals. This is a bit easier because not a, not every bank sponsors, so immediately some banks are just cut off the list. Uh, but yeah, so company briefings and then just a lot of phone calls and networking calls with with the bankers and and the Darden teams and different banks. Uh, so yeah, that that you know, uh, it, there's only uh, uh, enough hours in the day, so you you don't you cannot do everything, and and it's hard to juggle all all together. But again, eventually uh, you end up all right. Uh, but it it goes through, let's say, first week of September till uh, first week of January. So it's you know a good four four months of 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 hustling with that. So how do you figure out? If, how to go through that? Do you have second year coaches? Do you have the career team? Who are you working with as you navigate that? Because it sounds brand new and also like a lot. So yeah, a hundred percent. You know, both the the finance club and the career center do a do a phenomenal job there. Uh, career center obviously more is is just Darden uh, Darden staff there that's working and helping you out and giving you all the tools to to succeed. Um, and then the finance club, which are is, is led by second years, uh, you know, also giving you, you know, briefings about how to how to go through the process, what to say, what not to say, how to show up to these things, how to go to the different events that the that the banks uh, host, uh, you know, who to, who to connect to, who to not connect to, uh, what sort of questions to expect, you know, going through your resume, just getting you on that perfect spot to to get a to get an offer, which is what, in the end, what you're looking for. Uh, so there, there, there's a lot of help from from day one. And, and really, I think that's what makes Darden so successful in placing people in Wall Street. Uh, again, you know, the rates are just uh, out of this world. It sounds like you were pretty focused on investment banking even before you showed up at uh, business school. How did you know investment banking was what you wanted to do? Yeah, great, great question. I always like, uh, you know, studying and learning finance economics uh numbers i i 
I, I like that world in general, the stock market, the financial news, etc. And I realized when I was an entrepreneur in my entrepreneur years, you know, I, I had to pitch to a lot of angel investors, VC funds, BE funds, etc. So I, somewhere along the there, I can really pinpoint when or how it happened. I realized that what I was excited about was the deals around the industry and not the industry itself. It, it wasn't that I I enjoyed being, you know, uh, a tech entrepreneur. I enjoyed doing deals around that. Um, and so, you know, in my line of thinking was where 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 can I find the largest deals in the world? And and the answer that I got back from you know doing my own research was investment banking, Wall Street. Um, so, you know, after a few years of thinking about it, talking to to my to my wife, uh, to my family, I, I was like, let's go for it. Let's let's give it a try and and see what happens. And well, it worked out. So very happy. All right. And so overall, it sounds like you were very busy your first year and navigating career and school yeah. and all the things that compete for time and attention during that first year. How did you figure out how to manage your time or how you would approach juggling all these competing priorities? Yeah, uh, it, it was it was hard to figure out, not, not going to lie. But I also, you know, I, I got very lucky again. Uh, one, my learning team was was huge in, in managing the the academic part of Darden. Let's say, I, you know, I, I knew every time that I went into class that I could trust on, you know, the summary uh, of uh, that my learning team had had put on. I also did did my cases, uh, but, you know, just having that, you know, one paragraph of what's the case about just to figure out the call call and and then take it from there is is huge and having you know that confidence and that whatever is there is good enough for a cold call and and to get through you through class uh is is massive because because you don't have to be worrying it's like one less concern you know what i mean uh it's very important uh also my, my wife was obviously you know essential to to this process just helping me out you know with whatever having you know pre preparing food or dinner or, or whatever it is like just helping out with and and making sure that that i could concentrate on 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 the big things and not on the small things was was huge she also started a program at, at uva so she's graduating with me from a master's in civil engineering uh so we're both we're both who's and we're very very happy about it very proud of it um but yeah, so that that you know, I think going back to your question, just I was very lucky in terms of you know who I was who I was with uh, both at home and and at Darden academically, uh, and that allowed me to focus on you know really getting my recruiting you know on point and and making sure I got that internship, and and then socially you know Lassa was also. A huge part of it. I was a first year liaison, and then then the president of the club, uh, and that really connected me with with the whole with, with all of the art and really not only my class but class of twenty two too, you know. And that was super helpful because you you again you I never felt you know isolated or 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 alone. I always felt like I had friends everywhere I go, I go here in Charlottesville. So that that was super important too. Yeah, let's talk about your second year. Um, you mentioned being president of LASA, Latin American Student Association. We've had past leaders of LASA on the podcast. Um, and so it's great to have you here talk about this organization, which, as you mentioned, uh, Darden has this really rich, vibrant community um, around this organization, the Latin American students at Darden. So tell us a little bit, little bit more about LASA. 
Yeah, 100%. So first of all, Lhasa is, you know, one of the biggest clubs at Darden overall outside of the career clubs like consulting club, finance club, tech club, etc. Lhasa is probably the biggest. Um, we have 370 plus members. So that's almost half the student body, uh, which is absolutely amazing. Um, it, it, it really shows, you know, one, what Lhasa brings to Darden and two, how Darden values and appreciates uh, Lhasa as a club. Um, we are really focused on, you know, some some principles that, that we value dearly. I think, you know, one, absolutely you know inclusivity and diversity we we take people from you don't have to be latin america to join lasa uh we charge everyone the same and everyone has the same benefits and access to every single event we do uh so i think that's that's huge you know that that's very important for for the community in general and then we're also focused a lot and you know just bringing people together uh, we like to do barbecues we like to do parties and 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 we focus so hard on that that people really appreciate it. And, you know, there's, there's not a lot of clubs that do that, but different clubs focus on different things. And that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, we, we kind of found, you know, our spot or, or where we fit in, in Darden in, in those, in those two things. Uh, we also, this, well, this year we hosted, uh, the first emerging markets conference with, with the other emerging markets club, which was a huge success. So, you know, we're, we're adding events, we're getting creative. I'm sure, you know, class of 24 will also have new events and and new ways to, to find uh, new new ways to find to to bring people together. But you know, overall, I think the, those that that aspect of Lassa is what really makes it great, and you know, that's why the club keeps growing and growing every year. So very proud of it. You mentioned serving as first year liaison for the club and then as president. Uh, how did you decide that you wanted to be president? Um, that that was something that you wanted to uh, do in your second year. It, it was it was you know sort of a very natural transition really. Uh, when I my my predecessor, you know, we were pretty close. Uh, he's from Argentina, uh, and, and you know, since I got here, he he welcomed me. He you know he was you know making sure that everything was going all right with me. How I started the program, how was recruiting going. And then I also, you know, was always there to help to help out with the club. And you know, for example, the first cold call. For those of you who don't know, cold calls are a tradition. Darden every Thursday afternoon, we all get together, and you know, some club hosts uh, some drinks and food for for the for the entire community. Uh, Lassa's cold call is traditionally the first one, and you know, obviously, what we do is throw a huge barbecue that we we cook by ourselves. So it's a lot of work, 500 people attendance or 400 ish uh, people go. So it's it's a lot of meat that gets cooked for sure. Uh, and that first cold call, I immediately told, told him, hey, you know, if you need a hand, he was like, yeah, sure, come on in. And so from from day one, I was involved with the club. And and after that, it was just, you know, even my my friends and the, the other people serving at the board with me told me you should be the president, you should run for it. And and no one else ran ran against me. And yeah, that, that was basically it. it, it there, there was never a, you know, I want to be the president moment or I want to do this. It was more like a natural transition, should we say. Well, tell us more about your second year generally. Obviously, Lhasa was a big part of it and serving as president. That's a big time commitment. But what else uh, were the highlights of your, your second year? 
Yeah, uh, Lhasa, of course. Uh, I also uh, re-recruited, so I went to my internship at at One Bank, and I got a return offer, you know, which I'm very grateful for, and nothing nothing bad to say about about that bank. I going back to the culture thing. I I just didn't feel like the culture in the back fit my personality. Uh, it was more of a, you know, I'm I'm the I'm the wrong one here. Like it's not the other way around. So I re-recruited. I got another offer from a bank where where I felt I would be, you know, I would I would be better and I would be, uh, you know, a better a better banker in general. And so that that made me very happy. But I got the offer in October, so that was like a month and a half of of again, you know, preparing for interviews, networking, etc. Uh, which which was interesting. So the first month and a half was was a bit hectic again, uh, but after that I could you know start really focusing on on just classes and and the social parts of garden. Uh, it was very interesting because you know first year you you're you're going through core and you you you're placed on your section. Uh, I was section E, which I love, but uh, you know the the good thing about second year is that you really start taking electives and people who you've you know, never talked to before, uh, start, you know, showing up to this classes like, like you, and you really start to get, or understand, you know, other, other people's thinking, reasoning, feelings, et cetera. And, and that brings you close to a lot of people that your first year, that during your first year, you, you've never met or, or, or maybe you've met, but you haven't really talked to or, or haven't really connected with. And, you know, I can confidently say that some of my best friends at Darden came came on my second year. Uh, you know, people that we just share a class and we took it from there and now we're very, very close. So uh, I think that, that that's the highlight for sure of, of the second year, you know. Yeah, it's something, honestly, we've been talking with some of the section reps from the first year sections. And there's obviously such pride in your section, people, it's such a community. Uh, within yeah. the broader community, people will really enjoy that connection. But it's also nice as you talk to people, as they even move from, okay, all taking classes with the same group of people into electives, just seeing new people, meeting people that maybe you haven't had a chance to learn with, that, that brings some excitement to it as well. Um, kind of makes, yeah. you know, these classes that you've chosen, uh, they have real newness to them beyond just the subject matter. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, it's it's super important because, and, and I also feel like there's a, uh, because you're taking electives and, and, you know, that tends to mean that this class really interests you. Whereas, you know, sometimes in core, it's just, you have a class that you're not really interested in. Although you know, obviously there's obviously value in learning what they're teaching, but you know, for whatever reason, it's not your, not your cup of tea. Uh, and this class is your, you know, technically you are more interested in learning what, what you're being taught. And, you know, that just brings, I feel that it, it brings the best out of people in class because they can, you know, express, ha have better comments, express better ideas and, and really show what they think, what they feel. Uh, and so you learn to value these people even more, right? Like you, you, you start realizing what, how these people see the world. So that, that was super interesting to me, for sure. Well, Martin, I wonder what are you looking forward to in, in the coming months? Uh, it's obviously a big time. Uh, you got beach week and then graduation and I assume start your job soon, soon but what, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, I have a trip planned to Puerto Rico with some of my friends uh, from Darden uh, and my wife is coming too. So we're, that's, that's kind of the, the, the end for us. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough that most of them are going to New York with me. 
but some of them, you know, we'll we'll have to say goodbye, at least for for a while. Hopefully, we'll we'll see each other, you know, soon and frequently. But but some of them are going back to their countries. Some of them are going to different cities. Uh, so that would be, you know, again a, a bittersweet uh, kind of moment. But looking forward to it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then honestly, just relaxing a bit. <laughs> uh, it's been, you know, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, I bet any NBA program will be would be the same. But Darden certainly was a, do- a roller coaster. Uh, so just kind of hopefully relaxing for for a few weeks or months before before you know finally heading back to or heading to to New York. Uh, would you mind telling us where you're going going to work post graduation? I oh, am. Yeah. I'm going to Barclays. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, what would be your advice for prospective students? Obviously, we talked about a lot of things here, um, but piece of advice, something that you would encourage them to think about. Yeah, I would say you know, one, feel free to to reach out to me or to any of my of my classmates that you feel. You can have a connection. You know, I think talking to people who attended Darden, especially recently, sometimes you know, you you get to speak to an alumni who's like class of 2002, and of course, yeah, that's helpful. But a lot of things change. Uh, so speaking to someone who recently graduated from Darden uh, will give you a lot of perspective for sure, and you know, will I believe would would really highlight what Darden has has to offer. Uh, you know, which is not only an, an elite level education, it's, you know, obviously getting getting a great job in the U.S., uh, but also getting to know a lot of really, really, really great people. So, um, you know, it, just reaching out would be would be very important. And then, you know, I would say try to figure out what Darden is really about and if that fits with you and and don't just do it for you know the reputation or the prestige or whatever it is do it for you know because you really feel that you belong here uh if you do that you know you'll have such a such a good time here you know it'll be an experience of a lifetime and 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 not just another experience so those would be my two my two cents imagine some of our listeners have also gotten interested in Lhasa and any way that <laughs> yes. they can learn a little bit more about that club? Yes, a hundred percent. You can, get, you know, and we have a um, a section in the in, in Darden's website. Uh, you can connect with any of of the board members there. Their emails are there, and they'll they'll tell you all about it. Or just shoot me an email. I'm I'm happy to talk always about Lassa and Darden uh, to any pros- prospective students. Uh, so yeah. Just just reach out, connect with people, and you'll learn you'll learn a lot. Uh, and definitely, if you come to Darden, join Lassa because best club to join. <laughs> well, Martin, congratulations on so many so many things. Uh, graduation, your your job, uh, serving as president of Lassa, all all fantastic accomplishments uh, during your time here. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was great talking with you. Well, thank you so much for having Brad. And, you know, again, uh, to anyone who's listening, just reach out. Happy to talk. Uh, And yeah, thank you so much. And that was my interview with Martin Vargas, a student in our full-time MBA class of 2023. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We'd be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.